0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was... To align your jaw. The season that we did not use a PowerPlus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously, um, we contributed to the PowerPlus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate here at l4 media we talk high school football 4a 3a and 2a in texas we talk east texas sports
2: we talk nfl guy talk movie and booze we also talk wrestling and so
3: much more so like and subscribe and check us out
0: struggling with mobility chronic pain work or sports injury At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. Oh,
4: East Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live.
3: Welcome everyone to the Power Plus Mouthguard Beast from the East Show. It's your boy Brett Swinney here. Locks with me today is uh Jeremy Hubbard, KO Kyle Owens, Vincent Johnson, and CM Corey Marshall. And joining us here in a second will be Christian Blevins, uh, how's everybody doing today?
5: Good. Man, having a great yeah. having a great weekend. Looking forward to a great week. It's, it's feast Greek week, as
4: Corey says. Feast week. It's feast week. It is feast it's feast right. week. It's what it is. Tournament time.
3: It's also a basketball season. We'll be starting up tomorrow on NSN. So we'll talk more about that um here in a minute. But by the time you probably listen to this show, they'll be already gone. But you can go back and watch the games that we have this week um yes uh some interesting games last week uh we, we all got to see a few and uh i saw a good one uh a couple a couple of good ones um get what overall the the competition level right now is just crazy coming into this uh guess week 14 for us um on the beast from the east
5: yeah, you know, it's kind of that week where the Cinderella's, there may be one or two left, but it kind of st- they kind of start to separate, right? The cream of the crop separates from the teams who maybe stole one in week one, even maybe stole one in week two, and we're going to kind of start to see that separation here. I'm excited about some of the matchups this week. and we're going to talk about a lot of good ones today, but there are a ton of good matchups all across the state with, you know, not only teams that have done well this year, but just well-established programs
6: as well. Yeah, this is the best time of the year. I mean – the first couple of weeks, you had some teams that got into the playoffs and had some, like like Jeremy said, some Cinderella seasons. And there's still some Cinderella seasons going on. But you're kind of separating the contenders from pretenders now when you get to this regional semifinal round. And I think this is the most exciting time of the year. So I'm excited for it.
4: Who's hiding? Who's not? Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. There we go. Pretty much. All right. So we're gonna take. Uh, we did the pickums this week in order. Uh, from when they start so that that way if you forget to submit your pickums, uh, hopefully you don't forget we'll be sending out reminders but uh first game will be uh friday at one o'clock um this game will be uh in norfield Nor- in norville field and kaufman at 1 p.m is 11 and oh takes on 11 and and actually 11 and oh Winsboro it takes on 11 and one whitney um Battle of only one loss between these two teams, guys, and we've talked a lot a bit about Winsboro this week. Um, you know, Coach Finney and his son that they got that father son connection. They've done a great job. They've been taking care of business. Uh, we've all kind of talked about what we thought is maybe a possible Malakoff Winsboro matchup could be looming. Uh, Kyle, you got to see a little bit of Malakoff, um, so you've got some insight on them.
6: They're big. <laughs> 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 they're big. They're fast they're big
3: <laughs> well we know winsborough can fling the ball around a lot uh, i'm looking at kind of what whitney has done this year and we don't really talk about them they're not in east texas school um but they've they've lost one game it's to grandview which Malakoff took care of them earlier in the year and they get a rematch this week not one of our games so that's going to be a good one um but just looking at it, they beat tatum last week uh i had tatum last week and I was really surprised to see this was a fifty to fourteen win for Whitney. I mean that's that was impressive to me. But I just think that this is Winsboro's year. I'm riding with the Finneys, and I'm picking Winsboro this week.
5: Yeah, you know, we were in the booth together Friday night, Brett, when we saw that score for the first time, and it was never really even competitive, right? I mean, I think we all had Tatum. Uh, you know, Whitney's had two big playoff wins so far. They beat Grosbeck by fifty three, they beat Tatum by thirty-six. But I'm with you. I really love what Kyler Finney does. I love what Coach Finney does. Winsboro, you know, big win last week over Teague. A, a very good by district game against Atlanta. Atlanta team that got hot at the end had a lot of the skill position guys. It was a closer game than we thought. I think that test them a little bit here. I'm going to go with Kyler Finney and the and the Red Raiders.
6: Yeah, this one's pretty simple for me. Um, I'm I'm taking Winsboro. I, I think I said it early on in the season. I think this is Winsboro's year uh that was before i saw malakoff <laughs> but uh i think winsboro malakoff will see them next week so um i think it's it's been that in this region i think it's been winsboro malakoff destined to meet at the end and i think that's what we're going to get but yeah give me the red raiders this week
2: winsboro 100% winsboro no no explanation just winsboro
4: 100 yeah i'm picking the wet waiters uh it's uh Winsboro. So I'm picking. Of course I'm not picking the East Te- not picking against the East Texas school. But I do have one. I do have one on this list
3: and I'll explain. I I know exactly which one it is, Corey. I, I'm I already know. But uh yeah, I, I think I just I think this is gonna be a really good game, but I just think Winsboro's too much. And I'm I'm excited to see them match up against Malakoff next week. I think uh that's the game we've kind of been looking forward to. Hopefully we get to see that. Um but uh We'll move on to game two. Game two is going to be Cooper and Garrison. Uh, A couple guys in here will be on the call that Uh, me and Jeremy going to be there. Vince, uh, I don't know if you're going to be there or not with us yet, but, uh,
2: Awesome. I haven't, I haven't come to a conclusion yet. Boss lady said, yeah, but she said, yeah, in kind of a weird way. So, <laughs> <all right. laughs> so I got to make sure that that's straight, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, and i even just that uh, one of my buddies is supposed to be coming in the town. He wanted to go to the game too. And I was like, well, I'll be there, but I ain't going to sit with you. So I don't <laughs> know. I ain't figured it out yet. I might, I might be there. If not, I'll be there in
3: spirit. All right. Well, either way, uh, we're going to be on the call for that one. Uh, we'll be doing that one for an FHS. And I'm excited. I've got to see Garrison the last two weeks, and just seeing them is just what they did to Beckville, and mm-hmm. you know we saw that, Vince. I mean, Beckville yeah. had the best player on the field, but Garrison has some dudes. Like their their offensive line is massive, um, and yeah. they've got some backs that that can hit those holes. They're 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 real. They don't really have a bruiser. Black does is a little bit of a bruiser because um, he's a kind of a big, stocky kid. But they've got some guys. They've got Raspberry and the Yarbros. Um, mm-hmm. and then Davison every once in a while can hit a pass. I just like what they do. Um, their hurdle run heavy, I but was, it, when they need to hit you over the top, they can.
4: I was very impressed with Garrison. I was extremely
2: impressed by Garrison. Yeah, Garrison extremely. is um man, their size is is their biggest attribute to me. Um, like you said. Uh, Beckville had the best player by far on the field. Uh, And it was something I alluded to earlier in that game. I said, I wonder how long this can go on before eventually you get wore down. Uh, Because, you know, when you that big, even when you tired, you still in the way, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But when you are smaller than them, when you get tired, you get moved out the way. So (laughs) and I was wondering, okay, third quarter, this may change. You know, unless you unless you put some distance between you and them on the scoreboard early in the in the game. If you're fighting with them, you know, in the second half, they're probably just gonna wear you down because of how big they are. Um I still think Cooper is a really good team. And I might I I, I really wanna go with Cooper. I do, but seeing Garrison, man, it just makes me I feel like they have a genetic advantage. So,
3: uh, Well, you uh, saw Cooper last year, Vince. They're pretty big, too. I know,
2: I know, but I haven't seen them this year. So I, I I had to think about that. I was like, I didn't really watch them this year. But last year, yeah, they were big, and they are talented. I, I'm going to be honest. I wrote Cooper on my paper, but I feel like I have to go with Garrison because I went with Beckville last week, and I thought, you know, D1 talent was going out last Garrison's size, and it didn't. It didn't.
3: And he was impressive, too, Jacoby Williams fan.
2: He was. Man, he he could get it however he you knew it was coming, and he still was able to pull it off, you know. uh When he turned the corner, he was gone. He was gone. There was nobody catching We talked about this before.
4: I think I, I can't remember what Jeremy said. I think you said it, like, early on, like, week two or something like that. Like, if you're a good athlete, pretty much if you're – Good athletes can play anywhere. Like, if you're an elite athlete, you can play anywhere. Jacoby Williams can play any classification. Like, that's – like, I see that he's going to Tech. That's a steal. That's all I'm saying. That's a, that's a steal. He's pretty
2: good. He's pretty yeah,
4: they good. Got, they got one. They got that.
2: one there.
3: <laughs> but since I – I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make my selection. I'm I'm going with Garrison. I've seen them play. I know what they can do. They've got they've got size, they've got speed. They got the whole package to me. Um, I think this is gonna be a really good one. Um, I'm hoping for I'm hoping to break the the Jeremy curse of he, every time Jeremy joins me in the booth, it seems to be a lopsided affair. So hopefully it'll be a good one. But uh I'm going with Garrison.
5: You know, it might still be a lopsided affair. So you guys are talking about Jacoby nah, Williams. Nah, no, you. you're talking about <laughs> Jacoby Williams, and they still lost the game by two touchdowns, right? Cooper doesn't but have But it Jacoby was close, Williams. though.
2: But, the, but that, okay.
5: that, It was close. But they don't have Jacoby Williams. Cooper doesn't have Jacoby Williams. Mm-hmm. Let me, and let me ask you this. So as a teacher, Vince, okay. students can turn in whatever they want to for homework, right? Mm-hmm. The homework grade is something that's easy to get. It's a freebie. And the true yeah, measure right. of whether you learn something or what you know is on the test. And I want you to tell me how many times Cooper's been tested this year. I'm going to tell you the answer before you even look it up. It's one. And mm-hmm. it was against, it was against Hooks. And what happened to him, Vince? And they hey, lost. Hey, they well, lost. Hold, 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 Honey hold.
3: Grove. Honey Grove's a good team. <laughs> <You know, laughs> stop
5: talking about Honey Grove. we talking about this for a second. Wait. Stop hold talking on, about Honey God. Grove. When Honey Grove beats somebody that's any good, we'll talk. Okay. Stop talking about Honey Grove. They were tested one time this year, and it was with hooks, and they lost. Garrison went on the road to Timpson and should have beaten them. All right. If if some things don't happen the way they fell, they uh-huh. win that game. They lost the game too. That's fine. I'm just telling you, Cooper's two playoff wins against Frankston, 61 to nothing. Frankston, not very good. Mm-hmm. They beat Shelbyville by 40. Shelbyville without a quarterback, without their top two quarterbacks, actually, they win by 40. Garrison rolled Leon. It was not even competitive, it was a TKO. And last week, they take over the guy that you guys think is amazing, and Jacoby Williams, and beat him, beat him by two touchdowns. Right?
2: Wait, oh, oh, oh! You said you guys think you don't think Jacoby Williams is
4: no. Amazing? I
5: think I've not seen him in person. I think he's a great player. Yeah, but I mean, oh, okay. I, I haven't all seen right, him. All right. I mean, you, you were at the game, and, and I mean, you know, whatever. But let me tell you about Garrison. You guys, we talking about running the football, right? Raspberry's mm-hmm. running for sixteen hundred yards. Blacks running for fifteen hundred yards. Forty touchdowns between the two. You mentioned Braden Davidson. He can throw the football when he has to. He's thrown 15 touchdowns, and he's smart with the football, only two picks. We talked about this on the broadcast, Brett, when we had him two weeks ago. And, by the way, he's run for eight touchdowns. And you talk about how big their offensive line is. Their quarterback is one of the biggest people on the field.
3: He's the middle linebacker on defense. Yeah,
5: Yeah. so I'm just – you know, Garrison has been ranked higher than Cooper all year for whatever that's worth. I Uh, look at what they do running the football, and I just I look at Cooper and I think, Okay, great. Yeah, they put up a lot of numbers. They beat a lot of teams bad. And it goes back to where do you want to play football at? Where Where do you get tested at? In East Texas or up there where they're playing with Honey Grove and whoever else y'all are talking about, right? Garrison's going to win the game, and I bet it's at least two touchdowns.
6: Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. How, uh, that's, that's tough to follow. Um, I
2: know. It's like I ain't got nothing for it.
6: No, I I, I right. did get to see Cooper um against Frankston. It was a rainy night and Cooper did what they wanted against Frankston. Like you said, Frankston, not the greatest football team. Cooper's big, though. They're big, too. I think – now, I haven't seen Garrison, only from what – on film. I haven't seen him in person. But I think size-wise, it's going to be pretty even. I, I don't I don't think there's going to be a big size discrepancy between the two. Um, but, yeah, man, I for as good as Cooper is, I think Garrison, no pun intended, they got some dogs in them. And I think that they want to see Timpson again. And they know we just got to get through – this team here, Cooper, and we get a rematch with Simpson with everything on the line. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Garrison, and, and I'm kind of leaning towards Jeremy's thinking that I don't think it's going to be as close as some people may believe. I think Garrison handles this one pretty easily, and, uh, yeah, they're a rematch with Timpson next week.
5: And, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Cooper lost to Hooks, who so everybody thought Hooks was – one of the great teams in East Texas. and hey, What happened to them last week? I'm saving
6: that for Wednesday. I'm saving it yeah. for tonight. No, I'm, I'm saving gonna, it for tonight. I'm <laughs> just saying, like,
5: that's not going to be popular, I'm, but I'm talking about there was a lot of teams not in the heart of East Texas this year that we thought were really good, that when they got to play some of these teams that we were questioning in East Texas, they couldn't handle it. I mean, what Dangerfield did to Hooks was was borderline embarrassing, right, like for the second round. I'll that's say this say about the – Disrespectful. Say the, well, whatever. Look, I look at the scoreboard when it's over. (laughs) KO, listen to me. You talk about the size thing. Yeah, it's going to be even up front. But the difference in Garrison and and what everybody else can do is, yeah, it's going to be big up front. You might match their size, but you got to be able to catch those little guys when they take off with the football because Raspberry and Yarbrough and those guys, they had a whole other speed. And so, yeah, they don't need much of a hole to get there. And if they get outside on you, look out, it's going to be six. Raspberry is a blur. (laughs) He is a blur. He's good.
4: Ali, he's good. Ear
2: to po- is ear to
5: pocket.
2: Is <laughs> I got, I got, I wrote down Garrison. I mean, I wrote down Cooper, and then I scratched it out and put Garrison because <laughs> of the size. Um, I just don't. I if this game turns out to be a whooping, I, this would just be a travesty. Uh, because I, I, I still believe in Cooper. I know they don't have a lot on their schedule, but man, they were good last year. Uh, they continue to follow up with that greatness. I just feel like they should be able to compete. Um, especially Beckville to me, outside of Jacoby Williams, didn't really have a lot to offer. And yet, I felt like for the most part, they were in that game, the almost the whole game up until like the, towards the end of the third quarter when, um, um, you could kind of tell they kind of got worn down and, and finally, uh, uh, I guess it was Yarbrough. I can't remember who it was exactly who broke that big run, Brett, that kind of opened things up uh for Garrison. And we started to speculate that now the gaps are opening up wider just because you know everybody's tired now, you know, in the in the third quarter. So I feel like you you're not going to see that happen. That's what I think is probably the most likely. is because of Cooper and their size, you're not gonna see it just open up like that. If they go, matter of fact, I'm gonna say it like this: if if Garrison's gonna win this game, they're gonna have to outcoach Cooper. That's what I believe. They're gonna have to outcoach him. It ain't gonna be because of the talent on the field. Because I think Coop, I still believe Cooper has enough talent to keep up with him. But I'm picking Cooper. I mean, I'm picking Garrison. I'm picking Garrison. I'm just saying they're gonna have to outcoach him. That's all. <laughs>
4: And so I hope it's, it's like a I, seven I, I, point game. So it's Cooper or Garrison. I hope you <laughs> I'm sorry. Garrison. Garrison, Cooper. I'm mixing them up. <laughs> Grace and Cooper. Gra- Cooper, Grace. Um, no, I'm picking Garrison. I, I, my, eyes, my eyes don't deceive me at all whatsoever. And yeah. uh, I, I know what I saw. Garrison running football too well. Uh, is, I'm interested to see when when I'm interested to see when Garrison is uh is behind. You know that's what I'm interested in to see if they can come back. So, um, but I don't I don't think they'll play from behind since they run the football a lot. I'm always leery of teams who run the football. Can you play from behind? And I hadn't seen them. They haven't had to air it out as much. But um I don't think they'll I think I think they got I think they got a good thing going. They can if Cooper can stop the run, then let's see what Garrison does. But at this point, I'm picking Garrison. Okay. All
3: right. Uh game three, um, ten and two Tenaha versus twelve and zero Love Lady. The two PM Friday Lion Stadium in Henderson. Um man, you look at Love and what they've done this year, you know. Going undefeated—that's tough to do. No matter you know what kind of schedule you have to come out there and win every week. Um, they beat they beat Carlisle in the playoffs. Of course, Carlisle was down. Um, that's one of the teams they have in common. Uh, Tannehill beat them pretty similar to the score. I mean, it wasn't wasn't much difference. Um, I think looking at Tannehill's schedule, um, the tough games on their schedule—they lost to Arp. We know Arp was Arp was pretty good this year. They got it spanked by DCAB um, pretty bad. Um their district, I mean, Overton was was the uh best team in their district. You know, Overton, great story, but I don't know that their schedule really helped them um this year. Uh Love Lady, their schedule doesn't really impress me either. I mean, they they've they did win every game. So I'm looking at kind of some com- common opponents to look at the how how they've done. So Hull Dalsetta was one of the opponents that Ten played in the playoffs. They won 52 to 12. Um Lovelady beat them 64 nothing. Um I mean that's pretty impressive. You look down here and and Lovelady plays pretty good defense. They've had they've allowed 20 28 12 Zero six zero zero seven seven sixteen fourteen seven. So the most points they've allowed all year was twenty eight points. Um, that's impressive to me. You know how we talk about defense does wins championships. Um, I'm going to go with Love Letty in this one. I think um, I think they're going to be too much. I think Tannehall's had a great run, but I think it ends and uh, Love Letty moves on, probably to uh, play a twelve and zero Mart or twelve and zero right now Mart team. That'll be a really big matchup uh next next round.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Love Lady Two. And and you you mentioned the schedule. Uh both these teams, pretty weak schedules, right? I mean, if if you look at it now, the thing I'll say about this, if you're gonna play a, a weaker schedule, what I want to see you do is blow people out. Like that's if you're a really good team and you're you you got to play a weak schedule, then blow them out. Um mm-hmm. And, and, and I've seen Lovelady do that a little more in terms of score-wise than teams that – I think their schedule is a little bit better than what Tannehall's is. Uh, I look at Tannehall, you know, the big win in the first round last week, only an eight-point game over Dawson. Um, I just – you know, Tannehall, it's a, it's a two-man show, right, in terms of the offense. It goes through Kenny, the quarterback, and Reese, the running back. Now, uh, Jeterian Moore has had a great year with almost 60 catches, eight hundred yards and eight touchdowns. But if you can stop the quarterback – you got a chance. And one thing that I think, I think, I don't know this, is if it's t- defense may be optional sometimes in Tannehill. I don't. I think they're one of those teams, and, and it's worked for them. I think they're one of those teams that they want to score, and if you score, that's fine. They're going to get the ball back and go score again. That's what I feel like they are sometimes in these big games. So I'm going to go to Love Lady 2, but it's, it's really probably the hardest game to pick for me on the week because I think that we don't know what either team is going to do when they get tested, and we'll find out Friday.
6: Uh, last week, I got to see a little bit of the Tenaha and Dawson game and Tenaha, so many penalties, so many mental errors. It, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking effort penalties like holdings or pass interference or face mask, stuff like that, like pre-snap penalties, false starts, delay of games, illegal shifts, like stuff that shouldn't be happening when you're 12 weeks into the season as much as it was happening and so i put them behind the eight ball they were down 14 six at half and then came out and won 22 to 14. so Tenaha has athletes all over the field they have tremendous tremendous athleticism but my fear is can they put that all together and stop shooting themselves in the foot i think love ladies a little more buttoned up as a team a little more disciplined i think and so for that reason, I'm gonna give the edge to Love Lady, and I'm picking the Lions.
2: Um, I'm going with Love Lady. Um, for all the reasons that y'all have already said, I mean, ain't no need to go over it again. Love Lady, just look, just, I mean, they just then to be a, to be able to keep up winning like you have been, even if you are not play, like you said, even if they're not playing. Top tier talent, blowing them out and stuff like that. You, that's what you want to see. Um, yeah, Love Lady. That's that's what I'm going with. You know, I've for
4: the past what thirty some years of my life i have always passed through Love Lady going to Huntsville. Always, it is the smallest town. The football stadium. If you kick it over, if you kick a field goal, it'll hit us. It hit somebody's car on the highway.
5: That's or go over that or go over the highway.
4: Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, you 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 know where it is. Yeah. It it is, and I'm like, they got good football there. Like, I mean, you get through Crockett, it's like Crockett's got a history for I, I'd be glad when they get back to what they used to be. Cause they used to be really good football. But anyway, I'm like, love ladies got football. Like they playing like big time football, love lady. No disrespect. They've they haven't had any lean years in love lately. They've they've gotten what what five double digit you know wins in the past what uh, seven years, five seasons, yeah. and fourteen and one in, in, in 2019, I think. So hey, did my my bad love, lady, my bad. But you know what? I'm picking Tinahawk for the upset. Cause you know what? Mm. I'm picking them. Cause I know, I know I'm gonna pick the boy, I'm gonna pick the evil that I know. I don't know the Tinnahawk, no Tinnahaw Tigers. And I'm not picking the Love Lady line, so it's Tigers over Lions today. But don't disrespect the Love Lady, Love Lady has a has an impressive offensive line. I think they have a cultured Love Lady, and it's going, it's going to be athletes versus versus an established team. So I'm gonna pick athletes this time. Don't pick a ton of Hall of Love Lady.
3: All right, game four, we have a big matchup, probably the biggest matchup. I don't know, you could say biggest. One of the biggest in the whole state. It's gonna be a showdown. in in that, in that Shine Tree Stadium, Pirate Stadium over there, Corey, uh, the Pleasant Grove. Man, the Pleasant Grove in Carthage, guys. This is huge. This this game, both teams at 12 and 0. Um, we've talked about this one all year long. Um, what what did we talk about from the very first of the season? Who was the team that I thought that could knock off cards? It was Pleasant Grove. I think it. I think it's their year. You just go down and look at their schedule. They've just been destroying folks. Like uh, they had a. Clo- uh, you could call it a close game against Liberty. Although they won by fifteen, um, the Brock win is still impressive. Brock is going to be moving up, I think, to four A Division two next year. They've got the numbers, so. We you know all the tradition that Brock has, and that was a ten to seven win early in the season. Um, I just, I just think it's their year. Uh, they Pleasant Grove has played a really tough schedule. You can say that Carthage's district's probably tough. The game against Kilgore, yes, that was a tough one. Um, but I think right now, I think it's, I think it's Pleasant Grove's year. You're welcome, Eddie. It's Pleasant Grove's year to beat Carthage. They don't beat them this year. They may never get that chance again because Carthage is only going to be better next year. But give me Pleasant Grove in this one, guys. I just I think it's going to be a classic, um, and I'm excited to uh, catch some highlights of it.
5: Yeah, I'm rolling with you, Brett. Me and Eddie and you are going to be riding in the car together to, to Arlington when the Hawks go. Uh, I, I just think, you know, we've talked all year, you're right, about Carthage. If there's a year for them to get beat, it's this one. I think this Pleasant Grove team is uh, ready uh, with the Kari Johnson. What they do offensively, uh, they—you know—we talk about blowing people out in the playoffs. That's what they've been doing, right? They beat Rusk by 54. They beat Cattle Mills by 53. Um, you know, I golly, it's going to—it it is going to be a great game. It's hard to pick against the tradition, the history of Carthage. It's—it's it's hard to—you know, this is their time of the year, right? This is when they play their best. I just think it's PG's time. I think PG's going to get out of there with this one.
6: For the reason that you just ended on is the reason I'm picking Carthage. The history, uh, it's I, I can't in good conscience, I, and I have no doubt. Sorry, Eddie, I have no doubt Pleasant Grove has a fantastic football team, and I'm I'm not disputing that at all. Jetsurats playing better football right now. He has grown throughout the season. He's Braden Manning's starting to step up again and, and catch some big passes offensively. I just I, – I, I can't. I can't go against Coach Surratt and the Carthage Bulldogs. I can't bring myself to do it. Until they get beat, I am not picking against them. So give me Carthage. Sorry, Eddie.
2: Um, give me Carthage. For every reason that K.L. just said, I am not picking against the king. I'm done with it. I
6: can't
0: I do thought,
2: it. I saw, I saw Van, and I got hyped up by their defense, and I thought, okay, yeah, they're going to be able to hold Carthage at bay because the quarterback at Carthage, he, you know, he's The young Van
3: This ain't Van they're playing, Van. the
2: same Van, but I'll say this. I remember last year talking about P.G., and then Carthage put them back in their place, and then Eddie went running. <laughs> and Eddie, I, I didn't see Eddie for months. <laughs> so you, I'm going Jeremy, Eddie, y'all weeks. can <laughs> all go in that box together. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I know I know what Carthage is. <laughs> and until that coach decides to go on to the next level, I think he's going to always dominate. <laughs> so um, since it's Feast Week, I do have to
4: make this. Uh, make this. I always got to bring back to basketball. So I think it was what maybe five six years ago. Um, Duke played Michigan State, and in the huddle, in the huddle, you know, Mike Schaefer. It, it was it was a close game. In the huddle, you can hear him saying, "Guys, this is a program game. This is program versus program. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who it is. You know, yeah. this is exactly what this game is. This is program versus program. Obviously, Pleasant Grove doesn't have as many titles." As Carthage, but they are just as successful as Carthage has been in recent years, right? I mean, they—they're right there. You know, they—they if if they, one game against Carthage here and there. They—they're in the state championship game, right? They don't lose that one game. It happens. I got you. This is exactly what it's a program-defining game for present world. You gonna let the you gonna let the big brother keep bullying you. Or you are gonna take him down. Yeah. Like what is it? I've been lifting weights. This whole time in the summer, I've been I've been preparing for. This. There's only one person that's standing in between you and the state championship at this point. It's pretty much Cartridge. That, that's that's who it is. It you You're gonna weird. finally knock them out, or you gonna or you gonna keep you gonna keep taking punches? I don't think it's close. I think Pleasant Grove make a statement. I think they blank them. I oh. think they send Cartridge home. <laughs> I'm about to turn
3: this off. I think they talk tonight because I'm, I'm in the wrong room. Because I am the in dis- the wrong trajectory. room. Ooh, Ooh, man, blank I'm listen, okay, you. hold on, hold on. I'm Maybe telling you. you don't understand. I'm telling right? you, they both have <laughs> I honestly, exactly opponent. what I'm saying.
2: They, they both have the common opponent of Liberty Allo. They both put 42 on Liberty, but Liberty was able to put up 27 on PG. Hey, look at Partis the Russ didn't oh. give
3: them nothing, Russ, Russ, common opponent. I just yes. give them, I nothing. don't
2: care about common opponents. And you,
4: it, know, you know what the record is right now? What's the record? It's 0 0.
3: It's 0 oh, 0. Right.
4: All hey, right, then I'm, I'm gonna be like this. I'm just
2: who's playing? Like the,
4: who's playing their best football man, right you now? You see what? Who's playing their best? They both. Who's playing their best football right now? Carthage.
3: Look at look at the Russ score Pleasant. of both games. Did you man. see the, you Did you start. see the Pleasant?
4: I'm not looking at okay. the schedule. What what week was that? Was that yeah. week five? I'm not looking okay. at week five. I'm looking at week fourteen. I'm looking at Russ, week thirteen
3: right now. Russ just beat. Right, oh, they just 12. beat Russ in the playoffs, sixty-one to seven. Okay, and they only and and Carthage only beat them 49-21. Okay, okay. Well, you want yeah, to do common opponent, then you can tell. Okay. That in. So all right, you're right, you're right. I get I get it. I get it. And, it, get and it Rusk,
5: it. Is Rusk is significantly yeah. better than LE. Rusk is significantly better than LE.
2: But again, I'm on I'm on I'm on default to one thing that makes the most sense. Carthage has been here for 10 years. I appreciate you, PG, for participating. But you have always wow. been number two and you're gonna stay number wow. two. Wow! You going to stay number wow. two, and really, let's be honest—you were pretty much number three because we, we was, we was praising Gilmer for a while. I'm just gonna put that out there. But you know what's funny? You know what's what
4: funny, Vince? You know what was really
2: what's really funny? I, you, you can say what you, you want, have, man. I'm just yeah, not, you I'm go. not you doing it. Some, some I'm, so I'm
4: let got, you know, I'm not doing it. You know, <laughs> UConn, G, Gino Ariyama has won. I don't know what he's got eight titles, okay. eight something titles of UConn. Okay. What, what are they ranked right now? When was the last time they won a the championship? They got beat, know. didn't they? It
2: happened. So what they got best do gets beat. The what?
4: best, the best gets Carthage? beat.
2: That's what
5: happens. Yeah. Well, there, there's long, Do you beat.
2: feel like Carthage is wearing down, though? Do you really feel like that? I feel
4: like Pleasant. I feel like Pleasant Gros got something in their back pocket. Carthage don't want.
5: Okay, but but Vince, okay. you Vince, you've been saying all year Carthage was this was the year, right?
2: I did, and you, every, you, time they, every time they did, every time they came up against that opponent, they destroyed them.
5: But, but they haven't played PG yet. I remember you – Fair enough. Center, Center was going to be Carthage, you I thought Center was going to do it. You thought Van was going to be Carthage. I thought Van was going <laughs> to at least be close. I'm with you. I'm, Listen, I'm with PG's you. He's better than yeah. both of those
3: by a long shot.
5: But is better than both of them. What did – what then, did Debold sell oh, – I'm, I'm sorry. You to, to your point, there, there's always a time I, when the next team has to take over, and it feels like this could be it for them. You like, think this – Okay. There has to be that moment where somebody's going to take it from them, and and it it just feels like this is it.
4: Yeah.
5: But
2: just looking at the way Carthage is rolling, it seems like every time they play somebody who's supposed to be that – I'm not saying – I know PG is better than both of the two that I I put up there, but I'm just saying it feels like every time Carthage plays somebody that's supposed to be that that type of team, they destroy him. I'm going to tell you, if PG
4: doesn't win – if PG doesn't beat Carthage, it ain't I, even I, that. I, I, I wear Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> oh, you're no, you're
2: not. Whoa, no, you're not. I'm oh, no, <laughs> <Wow. laughs> you this.
4: I'm, I'm gonna leave it at this. I'm gonna leave it at this. I'm gonna leave it at this. What did Debo? What did Debo tell Craig at the beginning of, of next round? You know what, man? I <sighs> What did he say? What say? Craig? It's the what? It's the yeah. rematch. This is exactly what's happening. PG comes out, just, and they're taking it to Carthage, and they blanking them. I'm telling you, they—they, they, I'm telling you, it's lunch money time, baby. It's lunch money time. Pay up. It's pay up. Pay up. <laughs> Tell you what it is, man. They
2: tired. When did it, they? When they've been working game? hard this, this whole game week.
3: Played? When is this game played?
2: Friday.
4: Is it the
3: game? Friday. This is on Friday. Two o'clock, Two o'clock Friday in a Pine Tree. <laughs> <laughs>
6: We need a live stream on Friday. <laughs> I,
3: I have I never, I have stream. never
6: heard of a nine-time state champion be disrespected be so much. Shut Thank out, Corey. <laughs> shut, shut out. out. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah disrespectful. We'll be, be talking
4: about this. Yeah, We'll be talking about We're not talking about we We're not talking about nine. Dallas Cowboys. Just have nine. An idea, guys, back in the just 90s.
3: nine. are guys. are not getting the ten. they are not getting the ten. It's just how about Corey and Vince go to this game and and we live stream them watching the game, <laughs> oh,
5: argue TV. with each other. <laughs> yeah, that would be excellent. Uh, it would be something. Oh uh, man, I I got <laughs> my, my red bad on too.
4: <laughs> be my bad
3: yeah. luck.
6: <laughs> well, That's why we went with Vince. Me and you are the only ones. Only one. Yeah, only cool. one. Hey, what I have a, a red, red what on. My hat. Sure. Yeah, but you. That's for somebody else, I guess. The windburger or somebody because that ain't that ain't for Carthage. No,
4: I, I just you know, think what it's PG, like, you know what PG stands, for? Say, though, you know what PG stands I... for. You know what PG for stands for? You know what PG stands for? Probably gonna probably gonna be Carthage. <laughs> that's exactly what it stands for. Let's go, baby. Yeah, Let's probably. go. Now let, oh. right. let you tell I'll it. Let I'll you sure tell it.
3: We'll see what Carthage do with probably. I, I told <laughs> y'all from the very beginning of the year that I thought this was year. I thought PG was the one to knock him off from the very beginning. I
6: thought so too, but
3: and so
2: <laughs> this the season has it, changed I, things for me. I mean, PG is dope though. I let's go um, on. Let's go on because I can talk about that game all day. <laughs>
3: game game five, guys, um will be eleven and one Kilgore versus nine and two oh, Needville, 2 yeah. 30 p.m. Friday from Randall Reed Stadium in New Caney. Um man, this was a, this was a good matchup, guys. We saw Kilgore in Bay City last week. Uh that was one of the games that Jeremy and I had on and we're kind of keeping our eye on and and Kilgore struggled a little bit. They Bay City, you know, put it to them. They they were ahead at one point. Kilgore was able to get out with a 9 point win. Um I think that probably ticked them off. Um I'm going with Kilgore in this one, guys. I've seen them play. I just I just don't see how I I'm, I'm looking forward to a possible rematch uh here next week if Chapel Hill's able to win that game, but I uh I just think it's Kilgore. And I don't think I think maybe by a couple touchdowns.
5: Let me help you out here, Vince. Let me help you, Vince. Here's all you need to know: Kilgore beat Bay City by nine last week. Mm -hmm. Okay, rough game, whatever. Bay City beat Needville fifty to seventeen in district play. It's the Bulldogs. That's what you read for on your hat. uh, Ko, it's going to be going to be Kilgore big in this one.
2: Just, just to be clear, I had Kilgore <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on this rematch between them and Chapel Hill because I don't like the way they handled us the first time around.
6: <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is pretty simple. Uh, it's Kilgore all the way. And uh, I know we'll talk about the Chapel Hill game later on, but I can tell you for sure, Kilgore is advancing. Now, the Chapel Hill game, we'll talk about it. Kilgore is advancing, mm-hmm. no doubt.
2: Okay. All right, say Killgore. Corey, what you got? Come on, say something crazy. Say something disrespectful. Come on, make it a show. Come on just, now. You already I'm at the bottom. It just, don't I'm, matter no more. I just want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I just want to hear what you got to say. At this point, man, so you
4: trying to you trying to come back because I owned you that last round. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Killgore. I'm picking Killgore. I didn't. Okay. I thought Neville I thought Neville was like. A poor man's Lindell, and I just just this level of competition. They got a nice offensive line. I just don't think they have enough to beat Kilgore. I was I wasn't surprised at the Bay City game because I thought Bay City was scrappy. You know what I'm saying? I I thought they I thought they came ready for a fight, and I didn't think Kilgore Mm -hmm. was ready for that. That same thing Bay City kind of did Chapel the year the year prior to that. I think Chapel was ready for a fight, and Bay City kind of brought it to him a little bit, and then they. They're a little bit better, and and I thought they were just I thought they competed. I knew basically City was going to compete, but um the same thing that happened with Athens and, and Kilgore as well. Of course, of course we know Kilgore didn't have some some guys playing, but the Athens came out and they made it a fight. But I don't I don't think this is a fight at all. I think Kilgore handles business because they understand, you know, you almost let one go, you know, like you can't do that. Like what's the goal? What's the mission? You know, you can't get sidetracked. The mission is. Week one, I mean we not week one, but zero zero each week. Gotta come out here and compete. Don't ever disrespect your opponent. And you gotta take care of business. So they gotta take care of business against Needle. I think they'll win. Won me by a big margin, but I think they'll win.
3: All right. All right. The uh, game six. Uh this game will be Friday at four PM in Memorial Stadium in Commerce, the eight and three. Um uh, it's Aubrey. Uh, Chaparrales versus the nine and three Gilmer Buckeyes. Man, this is a tough one to me, guys. I thought this one. I thought for sure um, a week ago that this would be Van and Gilmer in this game. I, I know another game that Jeremy and I were watching, and Aubrey just smacked uh, Van in the mouth. Man, just just put it to him. And I was, if this game would have happened and, and it was going to be Van and Gilmer, I was going to go with Van. I just thought, you know, that's what I've seen from Van this year. They've been the very the better defensive team. Um, so I'm gonna go with Aubrey guys I just think that that from what I've seen they've they've had some tough like Frisco Panther Creek they lost to them They're a really good team in a higher classification. Uh, we know how good Anna is they just knocked off um Shana Springs um, and then a close loss to Sunnyvale who Gilmer won last week but that was week one. We you know we talk about that I think right now from what we see from the teams, that Aubrey's looking better um, as far as what we see. Gilmer struggled last week. Um, and I think if with some coaching moves on the other side, from what I hear, um, there might have been a different outcome if if Sunnyvale would have left uh, Adrian Peterson's brother in the game. I think they were bouncing back and forth between quarterbacks, and he was having a lot of success, and they were bouncing between two. And so – um I'm going. I'm going against the East Texas team as well. I just think Aubrey right now is is the better team, and I think they're going to come out with a win here.
5: Yeah, okay, Well, let me help you out a little bit. Okay, Aubrey's averaging eight points a game defensively in the playoffs. Gilmer gives up eight points a drive. It seems like <laughs> defense is optional in Gilmer. I watched all, when we sat there and watched it. Oh, Brett Aubrey smacked Van, a team that we all thought was really good. Right, uh, Aubrey's going to win the game, and and. If Van struggled to score and they could score against Van, I'd hate to see what they're going to do to Gilmer. On, I just think they're going to be able to score a lot of points, and
6: Gilmer will not be able to. My opinion. Okay. I um Gilmer kind of falls under a similar Carthage umbrella for me. That come playoff time, it's hard to pick against the Gilmer Buckeyes. Um, I also think that they had been playing better defense as of late. Did not play great defensively against Sunnyvale. Um, but they still found a way to win the football game. Same thing against Lindell earlier this season. Didn't play great defensively, found a way to win the football game. I think Gilmer has enough has enough athletes on the field. If they can get Will Henderson going and, and get uh, Tennyson where he can make some good passes and, and makes some plays with his legs, I think Gilmer can win this game, so I'm picking Gilmer. And um, also, there was something else I was going to say, too. And it just slipped my mind. So you know what? Never mind. On to you, Vince. Uh, I so I watched Aubrey and
2: uh, Van and Van. Their defense was trying to do everything they can, but their defense was on the field a whole, almost the whole game. They offense seemed to struggle to move the ball after the first drive. And I questioned: Was it? Did it have anything to do with the quarterback who? He gotten hurt and came back. Uh, I think they said something about him wearing a cast and stuff on his arm still or something like that. Because at times they just, I mean, he threw like I think two or three picks. Like he, one of them was a pick six. He just, it was almost like in a way I feel like Van handed them that game. Which makes me think I don't think they're going to get that same kind of game out of Gilmer. I think Gilmer is so good offensively. You're right; they do not play defense. They do not. Uh, I, 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 hopefully, they figure that out in a week or in a couple of days, really. <laughs> but I think I want to go with Gilmer in this one, just because I don't think I don't think Gilmer's just going to hand this over to him. I don't think you're going to see you know two or three picks. Because uh, uh, remember, I think in that Van game, he threw like two. I think it was two or three picks, but one of them was a pick six, and then he fumbled, you know, and gave them the ball practically on like the 20 or something like that. So, um, I, I just don't see Gilmer doing that unless they just have an off night. I don't see them handing Aubrey this game over. So, uh, I'm gonna give me Gilmer with this one. Picking Aubrey
4: and, um, and here it he goes, hadn't said it in a while, it's the barely win theory, right? Mm. Well, what do you know about the barely win theory? Here we wing? go. Here what does it go? go? When, Gil, when the favorite doesn't quite do what they're supposed to do. Gilmer was a favorite over Sunnyville, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: They barely beat Sunnyville, And guess what happens? It's a trap game for them because everyone everyone in the world is going to pick Gilmer. I know it. He's telling Gilman, it's Gilman, it's They're going to run right into a buzzsaw, and Aubrey's going to be right there. Look at the 380 schools, though, by the way. Melissa's still playing. Aubrey's still playing. Anna's still playing. And by the way, China Springs, Bernie are all gone.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: Scary, right? So uh yeah, 380 maybe that new East Texas, if they want to call it that. But anyway, no, I think Aubrey's got them. Um, shout out to to, to Xavier McCoy, X-Men on the defensive line, uh-huh, tackle. Uh-huh. Tight yeah. end, you know, he's got some, got some Houston, Houston Cougar offers and all that kind of stuff. I'm rooting for him. I'm gonna tell you what, that kid was like five nine one year, right? Now he's like six three, you know. And he's like, yeah. you know, my nephew, of course, my nephew. started. you see my brother next. I'm like, dude, what happened? Like, what are you eating? Like, how dense are you? Like, what are what are they feeding you in Aubrey? I don't know. I do. There's a defensive line, I don't, I don't know, but I'm going for Aubrey. He uh, says it's going to be in Commerce, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I don't think I go to that game, but if it's <laughs> if it's closer, I mean, I'm because I'm gonna tell my brother, I'm like, hey, I got to go to that game. It's going to be in Commerce, so they didn't do anything on Friday. But, go Aubrey. That's the only time. That's only nine. East Texas school, I'm picking just because one of
3: uh, them succeed. I knew that. And I knew
4: it's that. against Gilmer. And it's against Gilmer. I got some personal effects against that thing.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to game seven. Um, this game will be broadcast by our friends from, uh, from our center group. The uh, Harmony Eagles. The Harmony Eagles versus The Newton Eagles, the Battle of the Eagles uh, in this one, guys. This one is really tough. Um, I I saw Harmony last week, and I saw how impressive they were. Um, But Newton, they've been doing some things over Newton. So they've had two games canceled this year. Uh, I don't know if it was the weather or something else. But pre-district, they kind of struggled on defense. They gave up 39. They still won. gave up 54. They still won. But then they hit district play, guys. Points allowed. Zero, eight, zero, zero, six, zero, twelve, seven, all the way to where they are right now. Now, I look at it and the teams they play, yeah. I mean, I don't think they were super great here. I mean, nothing, you know, blows me away. They're their pre-district schedule and stuff. Um, but they beat New Boston 69 to 7 last round. It's the only common opponent that I saw here on the board. Um, I just, oh, it was Queen City. Sorry, no, one, it wasn't New Boss. It was Queen City. 69-12. Okay. So, Harmony beat New, New, uh, Queen City 38-8. to So, I look at that, and I'm like, hmm, that's a pretty big difference in score. Um, I did see Harmony. They looked really good last week. I mean, Jeremy and I saw them. They basically did whatever they wanted in the ARP game. They've got size up front. They've got a good running game. They've got Jenkins outside that makes one handed catches all over the place. Um so as good as Newton's looked, this is probably my upset special. And it may not be my upset of an upset, except for the fact that you know Newton's pretty highly ranked and and touted um in the area. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Harmony in this one. But I think this may be one of the better games of the week.
5: Okay. I'm going to have to do this. I'll do it today. <laughs> okay. Man, I've been wrong about Harmony all year, boys. I I, I was not sold on it being more than lightning in a bottle last year. Um, yeah. They're pretty freaking talented. They're pretty good. Uh, seeing them in person makes it look a lot different. You see scores or whatever, and you and you think they are what they are. I, I tell you, though, K.O., you've been holding out on us on Evan Weber, though, because we hear a lot about Seahorn and those guys. I told you about Evan Weber last week. I forgot. Week. But I said something about <laughs> Evan Weber last was Evan Weber. He, he,
4: was, he said, ah. without,
5: without Weber, the thing doesn't go the way it goes, truthfully. I'll just be honest with you. I mean, you can't just focus on Boston Seahorn, who's a man. The phrase game manager is looked at negatively. It's not. It, it, he is a game manager. He knows exactly when to pull the right strings at the right time. Tyson Jenkins on the outside making the plays he does is great. Uh, and, and defensively, we Talked about their defensive line, it is like division one size up front what they have out there. Um, and so that I, I, I am going to say all that to say there is one negative thing, Brett. And you and I talked about this you got to respect your opponent and you got to respect the game. And I, I would just be very leery of bringing out an inflatable eagle and kicking it around this week. <laughs> um, I, I, you know. That was I didn't like that, Mm-mm. and and look, it's high school kids. I get it. I'm I'm with you. Whatever you got to do to get motivated, but when you're winning by 30 points at halftime, don't bring it back after the second half. Whatever, Um, I think Harmony's going to win the game. But I will say, respect the game, as they say in basketball. Corey, the ball don't lie, and at some point you're going disres- oh, to disrespect the wrong person, and the game has a way of getting you back. But Harmony is a really good football team. I'm looking for it. I think they're going to get the win. And I think we could have a potential Harmony Dangerfield matchup next week that could be one of the best ones around in my opinion. I I, I am a believer in Harmony is what the, in what they're doing. Um and, and I, I just think they're the better team. Um I know nothing about the inflatable Eagle. What happened with the inflatable Eagle? So they Eagle? came out they came out of the tunnel with this like blow up tiger and they're just kicking oh. it around the sideline like repeatedly, yeah. which is at the beginning, like whatever, <laughs> but then they come back out with halftime doing it again, and I'm like, "Come on, guys! Like you're beating them by 35 at halftime, or whatever the score was. Like enough's enough." And, and so, just respect your opponent. I, you know, listen, they're high school kids. I get it. I, I I coach them all the time. I know how hard that is. And they did nothing that they thought about was disrespectful. They just thought it was mm. something to do. I get that. But
3: it was on a leash too, and they were kicking. It out. was on a
5: leash. It was on mm, a a leash. really, uh, <laughs> yeah, tight on was, the leash. If, if you if Go back and watch the broadcast. We we pointed out and you can see it clearly on the broadcast. But uh either way, it, it was you know it was funny at first and I thought it was not so funny the second time, but they're gonna win the game, KO. I, I I I I told Brett in the box I have to apologize to KO because Harmony, Harmony's <laughs> Harmony's good. They're well, really good.
3: And you talked about Seahorn managing the game, but the what was what was kind of overlooked and we we kind of figured it out later was he basically put a lockdown on Zane Bork. Oh man, yeah,
6: he played safety too. Well, yeah, so he, he, he played, he played the corner. corner of some, the night, yeah, yeah, he was
3: playing corner, and he he went he followed Bork around wherever he went.
6: Athlete on athlete. So
3: so as soon as he came out at the end, all of a sudden Bork had a drive. It was like Bork 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 touchdown. Like they hit like three or four plays to Bork in a row and scored. But that was after Seahorn was out of the game, so you saw immediately the impact that he had while he was in there. So that was that was what impressed me as much. I mean. Honestly, he was just following those big uglies up front at the whole game. Like, yeah. he just followed right behind him and didn't take much effort. They were getting six, seven, eight yards.
5: He, he and Weber are such patient runners. The one thing that does concern me, KO and you may know more about this, their lack of a kicking game, I'm afraid, is going to get yes. them in a bind at some point. I mean, it's not like they almost make extra points. It's like it barely gets to the line of scrimmage sometimes. So, <laughs> they need to figure that out. They were basically having open tryouts kick for kicker on the kickoffs. But – I just think when you get later in the playoffs, that extra point situation, you can't rely on getting two every time. And so that's the one thing I think they need to fix on the field is is the kicking situation. And they may not be able to fix it this year, but that's something, if you want to be a, a perennial
6: year-in, year-out team, you got to find a way to get that worked out. Well, that's, I mean... Yeah, they didn't have a kicking game last year either. So uh yes, but I, and then when they lost, it didn't come into effect because it was 51 to 28. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, but yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I've been trying to put y'all on this Harmony bandwagon for the <laughs> last two years, and I've got Brett and Jeremy on it. Vince, Corey, I need y'all to watch some harmony. Well, I think Corey's kind of on there too. Vince, I need you to hop on the Harmony bandwagon with mm. me now. I need you to I need you to watch these Harmony Eagles. They're inspiring, they're good to watch. <laughs> ser- seriously, though, they Everything you just described is the exact harmony team that I was able to see last fortunate enough to follow throughout the postseason last year. Like they're big up front. Boston controls the game. He doesn't it, even there's been games where the first couple of drives, they're just negative play after negative play. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He just kind of stays even kill and leads the team and gets them back to where they need to go. Tyson Jenkins on the outside, I think that is the biggest improvement from last season to this season with Harmony, because Tyson was there last year, but he wasn't really utilized a lot or as much until the playoff time. Well, now he's out here scoring three tutties in a game and just taking over games. I think the Harmony's always, for, since I've been covering Harmony, they've always had a strong run game. Run game has been phenomenal. This past game is when They've struggled, even when Coach Russell was there, they couldn't throw the ball very well, and that got them in a lot of binds. Now adding to the fact that they can throw the ball, and it's more than Tyson Jenkins, they got Will Young out there too, that can that can really play. They have some athletes on the outside that they could get the ball to, and I think them getting a better passing game this year is actually makes them better than the team they were last year that made it to the state semifinals. So give me harmony over Newton. Um, they played last year at SFA, and harmony 136 to 22 i would expect kind of a similar score this year because newton's going to be it, they're not going to be a pushover but i think harmony's battle tested and that's the thing too evan weber was hurt majority of last season and early on this year so yeah it was off it was falling a lot more on boston so harmony's faced a lot of injuries this year when they when they're healthy like they were against Arp, when they're healthy they are a very good football team and yeah, give me the Harmony Eagles. I'm not picking against them.
2: I got Harmony written down here, but I didn't know about the disrespect. <laughs> uh, Cause I, I, the way I look at, I don't know. It's just the way I look at life. When you do stupid stuff like that, and I'm gonna call it stupid, it, it, you ain't got to do all of that. When you do stupid stuff like that, it come back to you. It come back around, you know. And man, I, I, I feel like Newton. See it? I don't know. I don't know.
4: Hey.
2: Mm. Something uh, telling me that that's me. this. This is <laughs> this is why you get beat because you come out here disrespecting opponents like that, thinking that you are just gonna roll on them. Ah. Mm. All, right. All right, Ko. You want me to go with Harmony? You want me on the
3: bandwagon?
6: You can be
3: wrong if you want to. You can go <laughs> with Newton. So <laughs> you have already been wrong once tonight, man. It's okay to be wrong again.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I ain't, I'm I'm okay with standing alone. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm going with Newton. Give me Newton. I don't like that level of disrespect. You ain't gotta come out there kicking no inflatables. You know. <laughs> you ain't gotta come out there and do all them antics. Play football. <laughs>
5: You know, on this show, we only use good reasoning to make our picks.
4: <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take an insert of what Michael Jordan said on on, on the Last Dance, and I give him, I give him this sign of respect for it just a little bit. He said, "Uh, it's it's all fun in games when it scores zero 0 You know, said, that that's when that's when you know you're real. You talking noise like that before the game when it's zero zero. So I respect him for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's a little, it's a little noise off. But in the second half, you're already winning. You know, you don't have to drop a knife. You know what I'm saying? That that's you know, whether or not you know it is what it is, you don't have to drop the knife. And let unless, unless some other people from the other team was talking noise and everything else, I kind of get it. But other than that, I don't know the real backstory. You know, when it's zero, zero, yeah, I got it. But when you're driving the knife, that's whatever. But I will say this, I'm going with harmony, the hot eye harmony. And of course, my favorite name, the Seahorn from Boston. You know, I, I am, I am, I'm loving the Harmony Eagles at this point. Um, you know, good story, good back. Nine and six last year, 10 and two this year, they beat Newton, like, like, uh, KO said earlier, they beat Newton, and had it written down. And I'm like, you know, but I don't like trap games feels like a trap game could be because newton didn't forget newton did not forget you know so harmony's got to be careful you know that other opponent across the way newton is historic everyone knows newton's always good like they, they can't they can't overlook newton that's, that's all i'm saying come in focus now i dare you i dare you to have an inflatable i dare you to have an inflatable now, you that you bold, would. I give you, I give you a lot of credit. You that bold, I give you a lot of credit. <laughs> now, y'all y'all watch this show Wednesday, ha huh? how many? I dare you to have an inflatable eagle Friday. And if you do and you win, <laughs>
2: I tell my it, man, I that's I tell, how... tell all the special teams. Y'all can go ahead and take y'all pads off. Y'all through. <laughs> we going for every fourth down from here on out. <laughs> no field goals, no uh-huh. nothing. <laughs>
4: But I like it. I
3: like it. I like it with 0, zero. I like it when a zero zero. Let's go. Go on many All right. Let's move along here to game eight in this same region. We'll take on the winner of the Harmony Newton game. This game will be Friday, 6 p.m. in Bobcat Stadium in Hallsville, where we were last week. And actually, uh it's another game that uh we'll be doing. Uh Jeremy and I and a question mark on Vince, depending on what he decides to do. Um, Wes Rusk at t- ten and two versus Dangerfield at nine and three. Uh, man, this is a, a heck of a game as well. Um, Dangerfield, Dangerfield's impressive. I, I had the I had Hooks last week, and they just spanked Hooks and up and down the field. I mean, thirty three to six. Uh, I figured it would be a good game either way, but man, they just destroyed them. West Rusk is one of those teams we've talked about a lot this year. I mean, uh, they've played a lot of great teams. They've, you know, they spanked Arp uh, in district, which Arp was had a good season. Um, they also beat Troop, and of course, Troop was uh, out the first round. But I just don't see. I mean, as much as I love West Rusk and what they've done this year, I just. I don't see him win this game against Dangerfield. I think Dangerfield is going to be too much for him. Um, so I think Dangerfield wins. Um, I hope it's a good game, um, for broadcasting purposes, but I don't know. I just, I I just think Dangerfield's going to have more athletes on the field. You got Hampton and, and Chase Johnson. Uh, those guys are impressive. And I just, I'm looking at possibly a rematch with Harmony and Dangerfield next week.
5: I think the, uh, more up-in-the-air prediction for this game would be will me and you make it on air in time for the game? (laughs) Um, Yeah. You look at what Dangerfield did last week and with what they have going Corey always talks about who's playing your best right now. They're playing their best right now. They're playing right now as good as they have all year long. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to see Cole Jackson Noah Murphy in person for West Rusk or whatever, but to see Hampton and uh, Chase Johnson, those guys on the field for Dangerfield. I, I think that um, what Dangerfield does offensively is so impressive. They've got athletes everywhere. Uh, I just don't know if West Rusk has enough in the tank to win this one. Uh, give me Dangerfield, but I think West Rusk, just because of their – the past few years, the way they've been in game, I think they'll keep it competitive. I think they'll put up a good fight. I just think Dangerfield, uh, man, they're they're playing as good as you could have asked them to play right now.
6: Yeah, West Rusk has some some tremendous athletes, Ty Harper included with that, with the Cole Jackson and, and Noah Murphy. Uh, but Dangerfield, man, it's it's hard to go against Bubba Hampton and, and Chase Johnson on the other side. And I think I'm going to use the same theory I used with Garrison early on. Dangerfield wants that rematch with Harmony. Dangerfield wants to meet with Harmony in that next round, assuming Harmony wins. But you know, assuming both teams win, they want that rematch. So yeah give me Dangerfield I just think they're the better team right now and I think they're playing better ball for them to hold uh that new that hooks team to six points is impressive They put up 92 the week before and then get held to six um i, I just think Dangerfield is is playing some really good football right now so give me the Tigers
2: hmm. um I'm gonna go with West Russ. I don't really have a big explanation behind it. I mean, these these are two good teams. Um regardless to what happens, I think it's going to be a close one. But uh I'm just I feel like I'm more familiar with with West Rust than what I am with Dangerfield, so that's why I went I decided to go with West Rust. Um but I wouldn't I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Dangerfield pulled it off. So uh but yeah, give me West Rust in this one.
4: I'm going to tell you what. I did not see Dangerfield beating Hooks that bad. I don't think anybody saw them beating Hooks that bad. I don't think anybody saw them beating Hooks. A lot of people didn't see that. But they did. And you beat a pretty good foot. Hooks is with everybody this year. You know? And they handed. They put 55 on. They put – listen, I don't care what you said. That's a statement. You know what I'm saying? They said they went left hook, right hook. It didn't matter. They put them down. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm picking Dangerfield. I'm picking Dangerfield. You put up 55 on somebody in the playoffs that's been playing well all year. 33. Is it th- is
3: 55 they're, they're, or 33? They're ready. 33-6. Yeah, 33-6. 33
4: Okay. Who yeah. did they put 55 on? Somebody put 55 on somebody my man, okay. Thirty-three, but still, you 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 ready? You, you they ready? Hooks
2: scored all their points in against Edgewood. That's their
3: fault. They used them all up. <laughs> they used it all yeah, up. They, they, yeah, they used up all the
4: mulligans. Huh? Yeah, they didn't have nothing left.
3: They were getting ready for basketball season. Ninety-two fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, next? All right, game nine. Uh, this game is gonna be played at let's see i believe this one's in uh pine Tree as well let me find where my list was oh yeah here we go yeah it's the 7 p.m game so this game will be uh following the carthage and pleasant grove game mm. the lucas lovejoy versus texas high um uh, both teams 11 and one um man uh this is gonna be a really good game too i Pine Tree, I don't know what they did this year to get the, two of these best games around, but man, they 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 doing it right, Corey. I guess I guess Shine Tree, uh, they they're out, but they're getting good playoff games over there.
4: Not happening. Not happening out there.
3: I'm just looking at this game, and and I, you know, we've we've seen what Texas High has done. They've they're eleven and one. We had the questionable overtime loss. Last week of the season to Pine Tree. Other than that, they've just taken care of their opponents. And I went back and looked at Lovejoy, and they've been impressive as well. Um, the Leopards come in with their only loss to North Crowley. That was their third game of the season, um, but they've been putting it to some folks. We talked about defense. Um, they gave up. They played College Station, which they're always a really good team. Gave up thirty-seven to them early. They still won. They beat Argyle 42 to 14. You know, good Argyle usually is. Um, they lost to North Crowley. They give up 43. But since then, they give up 20 to Terrell, seven to Denison. They shut out Princeton, shut out Crandall. They give up seven to Mesquite Petite, seven to Greenville, seven to Melissa. And they beat Pontry 34 to six. Uh, and then Ennis, they only give up seven. So basically, their defense has looked really impressive. They've some impressive wins to me. Um, the one that sticks out to me is Argyle. 42-14 of Argyle, I man. That's Argyle's always good. Uh, they're they're good every year. Um, and so I'm going with Lovejoy in this one, guys. I think I think Texas High, like to me, I don't know. they they just haven't They're the district, I don't think, was as strong this year. They didn't have as the tough the schedule wasn't as tough. We questioned them early when they only beat Tyler Legacy by three with a little field goal at the end. Um sorry, Eddie. I think Texas High goes down. I think Lovejoy uh gets the win here.
5: Yeah, you know, the week after Pine Tree beat Texas High, Love Lovejoy beat them by twenty-eight uh in the first round, right? Uh two words for you from Lovejoy. Parker Livingstone, right? You hadn't heard that name, go look it up. Kid's a uh very talented offensive weapon. I expect him to have a big game. I think Lovejoy wins the game. There's a reason why they had that number one beside their name for a lot of the year, right? That's a good football team. You mentioned what they did to Melissa. I mean, I mean, excuse me, to Argyle. Uh, we know Melissa is a quality football team, too, right? They held them to seven points. I think Lovejoy is probably too much for Texas High. And, and, look, Texas High, for they've Eddie's been telling us they've been playing some young guys. They've had some guys injured, whatever. Lovejoy is a better football team. Lovejoy is going to win. And this is something that Texas High can take into the offseason and into next year. But uh, I think the Leopards are too much in this one.
6: Um, Yeah, I've heard everything y'all said about Lovejoy, but uh... – Give me Texas High. Because I haven't seen Lovejoy, but I've seen Texas High. And I liked how they looked against White House that night that I right seen right them. There. So because of that reasoning, mm-hmm. back to your point, Jeremy. We're using sound reasoning tonight <laughs> when we're making mm-hmm. our picks because of the game against White House at least three or four weeks ago. Give me the Texas High Tigers. It's easy to go with the evil you know.
2: I'm already done, because that's exactly what I was about to say. So <laughs> Vince, me and you tonight yeah, we're right we, here, man. We, we're we're right locked here. in. I, I, just, I was like, <laughs> man, they missing this, this White House game. <laughs> so yeah, I got Texas. I got Texas out.
4: Back to you, Court. Yeah, I'm picking Texas out. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking Texas. Out. I got Texas out roll down. Um, you know, you're playing well all season. Now this last game kind of almost got away from them. But um I think it's gonna be a good matchup. I think it's gonna be a good game. But I'm picking Texas out.
3: Okay, so so y'all talked about good Texas, how was. They beat White House. Um, they lost to Melissa, twenty-one to forty-nine, and Lovejoy beat Melissa twenty-eight
6: to seven. We're not worried about what happened in the past. Okay. We're worried about this Friday okay. night or yeah. afternoon night. We're not worried about what happened okay. in the past. We're worried about this Friday. Right. <laughs> Just
3: trying to give you a little information.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I stand by my pick, Brad. Okay. Go T high. Okay.
3: All right, you're just trying to get more points with Eddie. That's okay. We, we understand that. You you got to make up for it because he already picked against his Pleasant Grove team.
6: Well, and tonight he's not going to like what I have to say either. Oh, so. oh God. These alert <laughs> here. Yeah, stay tuned.
3: <laughs> Game 10, guys. Um, Iowa Colony versus Chapel Hill. Um, kind of thought this might be a Chapel Hill end uh, rematch, guys, and Iowa Colony said not so fast, my friend. Um, they put it to Lindell. and so I think for Chapel Hill, Iowa Colony is almost a, I guess, a clone to them to their team. I think they're they do a lot of the same things. They've got so a lot of good athletes. I think the difference is Chapel Hill to me has a lot of ex- players that have experience in the playoffs. Uh, they've been in the big games. I don't think the big games going to phase them. Question is Iowa Colony when they get down to it. Are they going to be able to, you know, if they face adversity in a playoff game, are they going to, you know, have the experience? Chapel Hill's been in all kinds of games. They've been ahead. They've been behind. In the last three seasons prior to this one, they've played 5, 10, 13 playoff games. They've already got two more. So 15 playoff games in four years. Some of those kids have been on all those games. They've got, you know, a few of the juniors and seniors that have been in those games. So I, I just look at that who they've played. Um, y'all just y'all were talking about how Needville was going to get smacked by Kilgore. They beat Needville by four. Um, they beat Bay City by one. Um, they they beat Navasota, which they're down. I, there's not really anybody on their schedule that really impresses me. Um, honestly, I think Lindell was their best win. It was last week. Um, obviously, Chapel Hill lost to Lindale, but I think that was just a it was in Lindale. It's always tough to win there. Lindale had a good game plan, and it worked out. I think they play that one again. I think Chapel Hill wins. And I'm going to take Chapel Hill here, guys. I just think that, to me, it, it's it's going to it's going to go down to the number of games that they've got in the playoffs, the experience that they have, and I just think they're going to have a little bit better athletes and a little bit more experience for Iowa Colony.
5: Well, we're gonna I, I'm not going to gain any ground on you this week, Brett, because I think you and I are 10 for 10 on matching here. I'm gonna go with Chapel Hill as well. I picked Iowa Colony last week over Lindell. You guys thought I was crazy, whatever. they're they're young, right? They don't even a senior class. they're freshmen. the quarterbacks are freshmen. Uh, mm-hmm. the rest of their guys are all sophomores and juniors. Here's the thing. They've been playing against boys. now they're getting two men in Brisbane and Stewart, right? Like what they've seen has not been those two guys. and you look up the numbers that those two guys together have been putting up there. You're right. You mentioned the, the light games. They beat Bay City by a point. They beat Needville by four. They beat El Campo just by 18 last week. Chapel Hill won 54 to 18, but we were watching the game, Brett. Chapel Hill could have scored 80 against El Campo if they didn't really wanted to. It was just a game they dominated from beginning to end. I don't think that Iowa Colony this year can handle that. Down the road, next year, two years, can they? We'll see, but they're not doing it this week. Chapel Hill's win is going to win, and I think it may be a performance like what you saw him do against El Campo last week. I think that it, it's possible that Brisbane and Stewart could just go off in this one, and Iowa Colony won't have an answer.
6: Yeah, I've I'm, been I'm impressed with Iowa Colony, man. They not a senior on the team, but it's almost that thing, Jeremy. You don't know what you don't know. That's true. You know, even That's true. they they haven't been here before, but they don't know the expectation either. Sure. They they haven't been here. Um, I, I do agree with you. I think Chapel Hill is going to be the toughest, taste, toughest test that Iowa Colony has seen this year. Brisbane and Stewart in the backfield, Javen Mayfield on the outside that can get some things going. <laughs> Offensively, it has never been an issue for Chapel Hill. It's been the defense that we've been concerned about, so I'll be interested to see what kind of game plan defensively they come up with to try and slow down Iowa Colony. Um, but I, I think I think the horses that Chapel Hill has – and to your point, Brett, the experience that they have in the playoffs. I know I just said you don't know what you don't know, but experience does help. And so um, I, I'm I'm taking Chapel Hill. I think it'll be close, but I'm going to take the Chapel Hill Bulldogs, set up a rebatch with Kilgore next but week. But to your point
5: real fast, Kayle, you talk about not knowing what you don't know and the experience. What the not knowing does is it makes them more free, right? The, the, yeah. the expectation that pressure's not there, it doesn't change how much physically better Chapel Hill is. It just makes them more dangerous because – they're playing with no no expectation, no limit. Yeah. But it's still the better teams, the better teams. But you're right, yeah. right? I think I think all those things are a factor.
2: Um I'm going with Chapel Hill. I I don't really understand I didn't watch the game between Lindale and Iowa Colony. Uh, but I knew that Iowa Colony was down at the half fourteen to zero. And something I, I saw Brett yesterday and uh, and I told him, I said if you give Chapel Hill a 14 point lead you're not coming back like i don't i don't think anybody can give chapel hill a 14 point lead and come back in it uh the, the way chapel hill is is built uh they score they score fast um and when they're ahead that's it you know it, it's it's practically a wrap at that point um so give me chapel hill uh, although let me say Iowa colony they they're 12 and no you know uh the 12 and 0 good job on the season you 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 pulled off a win against lindale i don't know what happened with Lindell. maybe they just ran out of gas when it, when they needed it uh but you know they started kind of shaky and then they picked it up got some got a big win against chapel hill you know so um great job great job as far as uh being able to pull off that win against them uh i'm actually sitting there right now watching some of the highlights and it just the, the fact that you telling me that these are a bunch of young freshmen and sophomores they look good they look they look really good you know um but i think this is this is the end of the road so
4: i'd say a lot here but I, but it's all gonna be true all right first of all i hold up this Go Bulldogs! You know my rally towel, or my scarf. Um, I did say that Lindale would win last week, and and I wasn't backing down from that because I still saw a young, immature team from our colony, and I saw a veteran team from Lindale. Lindell just didn't have horses in the stable that day, and they got—I don't know if they got off the gas, but I think Lindell kind of got wide-eyed and saw the score, saw the momentum change a little bit, and they just figured they just couldn't outrun. Him. That's okay. That happens. Tough loss. And man, you know when you when you're young, and you know when you we all young once before. You know Kyle's a little younger now, but we're all young once before. Man, you could just go and go and go, and you fall down and, and hurt your ankle, and you know an hour later you you be up running again. You know, you don't know what you don't know when you're young. Right. You know, but eventually sometime you you get a little older and it's like, man, I can't roll my ankle like that. You know, it's going to take a little time. You know, be, be patient. Be patient. Your time is coming. Be patient. Iowa colony is a Chapel Hill clone. They're they're athletes galore. I don't think they know what they know just yet. They will be dangerous next year and year after that. If they continue to grow, they will be a powerhouse. Um, I think they have what it takes. They've got some individual athletes that are scary and that quarterback is a blur. And I think the other, the no, the, the, the quarterback that's a blur is a junior. The freshman quarterback is still just as fast and he's a playmaker. Um, they have what, I think 25 or 30 interceptions on a year. You know, so this lets you know you don't throw the ball, they'll house it in a minute. I'm giving them all their props to say this. This game Chapel's gotta win. This this is a game that if you're if you're if you're any of the coaches, Chapel Hill, you're telling your guys you need to be locked in. This is a game you're locked in. I'm gonna give you a scenario game that this reminds me of. Right? Think back three years ago.
6: Mm -hmm.
4: when Demetrius Brisbane and Ricky Stewart were both freshmen. They played against a team out of Austin, Austin LBJ. Austin LBJ was loaded. Only difference between that team was Austin LBJ was undefeated. Joplin lost a few football games. But you had some freshman sensations, a young football team, inexperienced football team versus the LBJ team that made it how far the previous year? Now, I say that to say this also. I'm going I'm to talk about the Chapel Hill community and I'm going to talk about the people talking about the side of the game because I have to address this. Three hours and 17 minutes versus two hours and five minutes. You know what that was? That was Austin LBJ traveling to the Frisco Star versus Chapel Hill traveling to the Star. An hour more. They didn't hear a word from anybody. They came, they buckled their chin strap, and they took a game from us. Be quiet about travel. Go to the game, play it, you win it. You do that the next week, more than likely you'll be playing in East Texas. You do that the next week, more than likely you'll be playing in in in, in Dallas. Don't bring this to, so now you got the kids worrying about, well, we go to trouble, we go to trouble. Doesn't matter. I don't want the kids thinking, well, we're at a disadvantage, not at a disadvantage. The, the game is played on the field, not in the stands. Slap the opponent in the face. No disrespect. This is that type of game. Dominate the field. Play the game on the field. Don't worry about the stands or worry about the community page. Play the football game. If you do that, Chapel Hill wins. Hand if they don't, they will lose this next week. I'm
0: done.
3: All right. That's nice. Well, that's the picks, fellas, for this week. Um, if you want to hear what we thought about last week's games, so make sure you tune in tonight for the weekly wrap-up show. We'll be back with some of our thoughts. We had a lot of games that we were covering around the area. So we've got some, you know, inside inside scoops on uh on all that. Um, we'll like thank our sponsor, Power Plus Mouthguard, for sponsoring today's show. Um, for Jeremy, Kyle, Vince, and Corey, we'll catch you next week right here on the Beast from the East. We'll see how many teams are still alive from East Texas. When we come back next week, hopefully we have a lot of teams left to talk about. Uh until then. Catch us tonight, we could wrap a show 8.30 p.m. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving weekend and week. Bye, everybody.
4: Peace week. Let's go,
0: baby.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a Powerplus we lost four kids, um, two that were season ending um, concussions and you know obviously um, we contributed to the PowerPlus mouth guard because like I said we've not had one since we've you know been using them obviously we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to
0: communicate. Have you sustained a bone joint, work or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? suffer with pain. Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.